Hey, it's Joe from Locked On Wild. Today's episode of Locked On Wild is brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar. Tastes like a candy bar. Check out BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKDOWN and you'll get $10 off your first order. Also, all this week, you get $5 off every box of bars. Check out BuiltBar, BuiltBar.com. You are Locked on Wild, your Minnesota Wild every day. We are part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Hello, I am your host, Joe Bully, and with me is Tony Abbott. Find us on ZoneCoverage.com. Tony, how you doing? I'm doing all right. You know, uh, it's uh, it's Memorial Day weekend. Have a happy Memorial Day, as as my very, uh, very good friend Tommy Wiseau once said. (laughs) I, uh... I don't know if happy is a, the connotation we want to use around Memorial Day. A lot of people are afraid. They're Joe. afraid to express themselves. For God's sakes, it's Memorial Day. Don't be afraid. <laughs> well, I suppose. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, we uh, we have a good week over there at ZoneCoverage.com. Got a few articles out. Uh, I wrote about um, uh, replacing either Matt Dumba or Jonas Rodin, uh, if they one of them were to get traded and what their options are. Um, and let's just say it'll be a tough task. So check that out on zonecoverage.com. And uh, Tony, you had a couple of them out there this week. Yeah, I had an article about uh, on Tuesday, I interviewed a scout, like a real life scout, um, yeah. and, and asked him, you know, like, what's happening with your life because uh, <laughs> yeah. you know like uh a lot of the uh, a lot of playoff hockey got canceled so they weren't able to see that and you know uh nobody knows when the heck the draft is gonna be uh there was no combine let me let me oh and like next year like who knows if uh if junior league hockey or anything like that is gonna be coming back next year so i asked uh mm-hmm. i asked a scout a bunch of questions asking like hey What's happening? Because I sure don't know and would like to know. Yeah, that was a pretty fun read. Uh, check that out on zonecoverage.com. And then we on do write Thursday, zone- I'm sorry, yeah. on Thursday, I'm, I'm plugging all my articles. We're in the P-Zone right now. Yeah. Uh, we uh, I, I put out another article uh, kind of looking at Alex uh, Galchenyuk's uh, audition with uh, the Minnesota Wild and just kind of like how he got – to the point where he was uh, basically a throw-in in in the uh, Jason Zucker trade. I know Mm -hmm. he was the big name there, but, uh, but he was the, uh, the third best asset. And, and, you know, I don't think a lot of people are very excited about him, even though like if it happened two years ago where, where they got Alex Galchenik in a trade, people would have been way stoked. So uh, go ahead and read those. and, And that's, uh, that's my content for last week. Yeah, you uh, definitely were one of those proponent. Uh, maybe not a proponent, but maybe a player, a person that was uh, outwardly spoken against maybe acquiring a Galchenyuk. Uh, about 
basically try to stay away from Alex Galchenyuk in a trade. And sure enough, he ends up coming over. And I guess the one thing that was pointed out by Russo, but certainly that you could see during the games with Galchenyuk was the guy really does. It doesn't look like he, he loafs around the ice. And he's not like a Thomas Vanek where he's just uh, floating around looking for the soft spots. The guy tries to be engaged. Uh, God bless and, Thomas and, Vanek, by the way. <laughs> Vanek captain. That's right. <laughs> Um, but, but you know what, it's, he's not that type of player. I mean, the guy does try to be engaged. Um, and, uh, you know, his defense maybe was a little bit better than we, we expected. Uh, it's still not great or perfect, but, uh, for a cheap, a cheap, cheap option for next year, he might, might not be, uh, a bad idea to give him a few more games back there. Yeah, and just to be clear about Alex Galchenyuk, right? I was opposed to Minnesota bringing him in in terms of, you know, like if it was a trade that was straight up Alex Galchenyuk for Jason Zucker, even Alex Galchenyuk and like a pick for Jason Zucker, I would have been like, no way, because like he isn't, uh, he isn't, you know, his value isn't that of, you know, being the, uh, the main piece in that trade. As it was, you know, Minnesota got a top 50-ish prospect uh, in Kalen Addison and a first-round pick out of uh, out of that deal. Uh, yeah, with With two assets like that, sure, like take a flyer on Alex Galchenyuk. Who cares? Exactly. I mean, let him let him come into your system. Let him play with uh, some players that are closer to his age, and who knows? Let's see what happens. And I'm not saying closer to his age. I mean, he's still what, 25 ish, 26. Yeah, he's uh, he's. I think he just turned 26. Yeah, so I mean, he's a little bit older than like Kevin Fiala and Donato and and Jewel Eriksson-Eck and stuff. But uh, um, you know, he's he doesn't necessarily have the pressure of always trying to live up to what uh, Sidney Crosby or Evgeny Malkin are doing. Yeah. So. Uh, the big thing with him, too, like, sorry, now that we're talking about him, is yeah, that uh, no. he basically lost two training camps to uh, to lower uh, lower body injuries. And he had a hard time really coming back in, in both those cases, and in, in Pittsburgh especially, right? Because you see uh, mm-hmm. Galchenyuk going to Pittsburgh, and, and you just said it, right? You're thinking, like, right. oh, crap, he's going to play with uh, – he's going to play with uh, – uh, Sidney Crosby is going to play with Evgeny Malkin. And that maybe does happen if, you know, he has a training camp where he's healthy and he's able to uh, to do that. By the time Galchenyuk came back, like, uh, obviously Jake Gensel's on that top line, but, like, right. Brian Rust bursts through and has a, an insanely good season that nobody saw coming. Right. So uh, he he just kind of got squeezed out. And then, uh, and then, uh, couldn't really dig out of the hole that his injury put himself into. If he has a healthy training camp, you know, who knows? Who knows? Maybe, uh, you get him on a line with, uh, you know, the wild do have a pretty solid bottom six where even if he's a third line center, he's going to play with a decent player on his wing. Yeah. Um, he was, uh, he was playing with, uh, he was centering mostly Marcus Foligno mm-hmm. and, uh, and Matt Zuccarello, and, and that's kind of a, a good-sounding group to me just because uh, Felino's got, like, a little bit of skill that we saw. You mm-hmm. know, like, uh, he uh, he wasn't exactly Mr. Stonehands last year or anything like that, and I don't think he's ever been Mr. Stonehands. <laughs> um, you know, he, he hasn't been... He, he's been mostly focused on, on defense, and 
Um, and that's, you know, what you need from him. But then you have Zuccarello and Zuccarello, like, you know, I, I, I think that, uh, I think that relative to his contract and the, uh, amount of term on his deal and, mm-hmm. uh, the no move clause, I, I think that, you know, that all might make Zuccarello a net negative, but I don't think Zuccarello is a bad player either. All right. On today's docket, we're going to talk about the, uh, the newly, I guess, agreed upon, uh, playoff format where they're going to allow 24 teams as well as a potential Vancouver Canuck uh, matchup on today's show. So uh, we're going to get into our first break, but first I want to talk to you about built bar and built bar.com. Uh, there are, they've been our sponsor now for, for a while now, but, and also all week long starting today, all the way to Friday, um, $5 off of every box of bars. And that can, in, that is included on top of the uh, the ten dollar promo code when you go to builtbar.com and use the promo code locked on. Um, you can use the promo code locked on for ten dollars off your first order anytime, but you get that extra five dollars this week. And guess what? They have 16 great flavors and they're also adding four new flavors. We're talking peanut butter banana, pineapple upside down upside down cake, which who we pineapple upside down cake is amazing. Um, coconut really peak yeah, coconut pecan pie. Uh, I'm a pecan pie. I don't know why I said pecan. Uh, and blueberry lemon. So uh, some pretty great uh, new flavors coming out. And um, you know the, the thing with uh, with Built Bar is it's you know that that protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. So go check them out. BuiltBar.com. Promo code Lockdown for ten dollars off. And all this week you get five dollars off. Plus Monday only. I'm, I'm, it's like, but wait, there's more, right? Uh, but uh, it's a free pack of assorted Built Boost Energy Drink Mix. Check them out, BuiltBar.com. Welcome back to the show. Welcome back to Locked on Wild. It's your host, Joe and Tony here guiding the ship. And uh, Tony, the big news, I guess, that came out was uh, the NHL and the Players Association have agreed to a 24-team playoff format and uh, that they'll also continue negotiating the other logistical things that need to happen as well. It sounds like the players, for the most part, are like, eh, whatever, we'll play games, but if you tell us to play games. But, um, you know, it's it's that other stuff, you know, the actual the nitty-gritty when it comes to what their daily life is going to be that I'm pretty sure they're probably more important uh, or, you know, they find more importance on when it comes to these uh, upcoming negotiations. Yeah, I think there's uh, I think there's a lot more that uh, that needs to be worked out. Like, uh, uh, you know, just a small issue that I can think of on top of uh, of my head is like, can they do this safely? We don't know. Well, right. Can they do this safely? Can they actually do hub cities where they're, you know, they're quarantined for a few months and, um, you know, there's a lot of people that are putting out the analogy that like, well, their soldiers go off for a year at a time for a tour. Why, why can't professional athletes play? Absolutely stupid. It, it is. It is stupid because these, these guys are not, uh, you know, they're not, they're not soldiers. Yeah. They're you not know, doing they, a military campaign. Right. And so I I can understand where they're coming from. I mean, they go home and maybe part of their uh, way of getting away from the game of, of, of letting things go and being able to be at, at the top of their game is being able to let that last game go coming home and their kids and their wife are there to or girlfriend or whatever to uh, to help take some of that uh, 
you know, and help them kind of put that that bad game or the the other the game to bed and keep them grounded. That's probably uh, something that that some players might have. I know, um, just in personal life, you know, sometimes it's nice when you come home and your four year old daughter is just excited to see you, whether you did good at work today or you're stressed out or not. And and uh, it's just it's I think that's natural for uh, for players to want. And like uh, that, overall, that's, a, though, that's Tony, a good thing too. But like. Uh, I mean, like, think about uh, think about what happens if you know what happened with Devin Dubnik's family happens absolutely in the playoffs, and that's just uh, look like I like I I can't uh, I can't imagine that uh, that that is a a workable thing to be like oh okay well n- we have to keep you isolated yeah. in this time like I I, I think that uh, I think that stuff like that needs desperately to be worked out because you know uh uh because you know like not uh not only are these players at uh at risk to be infected too right the rest of us are going to be as well and that includes right. their families at home absolutely overall um the format itself do you have any qualms about it opinions in general um i i think that it's probably about as fair, maybe even more than fair, as you can be to the bubble teams as possible without, mm-hmm. you know, finishing out the regular season, which I can, like, I, I definitely think this is more fun than just, like, finishing <laughs> out the regular season. Um, and I sure. think that, uh, I think that it's not the worst way to, uh, to resolve the, uh, the, the playoffs, uh, or like the, uh, you know, like the, the, mm-hmm. the wildcard bubble, even if, you know, there are teams that like don't deserve to be there, like uh, you yeah. know Chicago, but um, that's that's actually one of the big gripes that I hear is like you got the Wild who are you know point percentage you know fractions of a percentage basically out of the playoffs right now, and then you've got teams like Chicago or you know some of the other teams in the East that are a lot further out that are going to be able to get in uh, to I guess this quote unquote postseason you know um and and that it, it why does why do we need 24 teams necessarily why does it you know why are we giving those teams a chance why are we going that deep in order to make this uh i guess a, a resolution um certainly teams that are are close and on that fringe deserve a shot maybe but maybe the ones that are a little bit further out that really had no chance um what's the point yeah, but at the same time, like Chicago's goalies right now are a thirty-five-year-old Corey Crawford and Malcolm Subban. So I don't know if you get knocked off by Chicago, maybe you deserve it. <laughs> uh, that's that'll be the Minnesota Wild. <laughs> uh, no, it can't be the Minnesota Wild. They are playing Vancouver in the first round, and uh, we'll be talking about okay. that a little bit later. But Joe, did you have any qualms with the format itself? Um, well, I guess. I'm just wondering because it's changing up the the playoff format so much and you're allowing a lot more teams in. And um, I'm assuming that these play-in series are shorter series, right? Yeah, they're going to be mean, five-game series. Yeah, so, I mean, there's – hockey's a weird game, and you can get hot and, and you can knock off a, a, a top team pretty – or at least a better team in a short series. And – um I just think that uh, 
you're you're going to have these these teams that have that were outside of the playoff bubble now eventually getting a chance to compete deeper into the postseason and and I'm just wondering if you get you know a, an inferior team knocking off let's say a team that wasn't quite ready to go at the at the start of the postseason and you get a weaker opponent for for like the number one teams all the way to the path of the Stanley Cup does that in some way diminish the champion this year. And I, and I don't necessarily think that there should be an asterisk by, by this. Cause I think the postseason is the postseason. Like you're still playing for something without the fans, without that, I still think that there's enough there to manufacture some, some motivation there. But I do feel like there's going to be a lot of people that will want to discount the Stanley cup champion I, I think that is I, I, I think that's definitely going to be a thing is as that people are probably going to uh in some ways call the uh the uh playoff this year illegitimate or whatever. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't agree with that. Just uh just because I think the only illegitimate Stanley Cup championship was uh was last year's St. Louis Blues team. They uh <laughs> th- that one doesn't count in my mind. Uh St. Louis still has zero cups according to me. <laughs> and uh, and we can get into that at a later date, I suppose. But um, I, I I think that you know by virtue of whatever team wins the Stanley Cup this year, Joe is going to have to claw through at least four rounds of playoffs. Like right. I know that I know that technically technically this uh this play in series isn't uh, a playoff series technically, but that's that's bogus that's it's definitely a playoff series it's the best of five right. series to, to right. determine who advances it's it's a playoff series so um i i think that uh that you know some of these weaker teams are going to be you know having to play an extra round i think that that is you know enough to to counteract the fact that they're allowed into it in the first place and mm-hmm. you know i i also you know what uh the number the number three seed uh, cause, cause, or yeah, it's the top two seeds that, that are basically top four, oh. top four seeds yeah. that, uh, that get exempt from the first round. So like the fifth seed, instead of playing, you know, the fourth seed is now, uh, you know, facing a weaker opponent for five games to move on. I don't think that that's a, a big punishment or whatever. No. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, odds are like a fourth or a, a, a fifth, sixth, or seventh seed, or two, or maybe even three, is probably going to get knocked off somewhere. But at the same time, like you know, you got to win your games, right? Like, and that, that's the whole that's the whole point. If you wanted a if you wanted a truly fair season, then you should be like the soccer fan freaks who are saying that there should be no playoffs in the first place. And I'm not ready to go there. <laughs> um i guess the big thing um you know it there's the nhl obviously has the fear we talked about this when it came to the lottery uh rules getting changed up potentially for an early draft that uh you know like a team like the minnesota wild could potentially win the lottery and also still be in the playoffs and win the stanley cup granted that those things are incredibly unlikely to happen at the same time if a team that was on the fringe like the Minnesota wild were to win the Stanley cup. I still think like they're, they would have played five rounds of hockey now 
maybe not necessarily the best of not necessarily a best of seven in the first side in the first round, but still plenty of games to get through. The the Stanley Cup playoffs are always a kind of a war of attrition in terms of injuries and who's still healthy. And granted, everybody's going to be kind of healthy at this point, going into it at least. Um, and, and obviously, it, th- there's there's also just kind of some weird dumb luck things that kind of happen as well. But I will still have believed that if, if a team on the fringe wins the Stanley Cup, they will have at least earned that, and they should not be discounted in any sort of way. I, uh, I agree that, that whoever wins the Cup should not be discounted in any sort of nah. way. So we are on the same page, buddy. Well, let's get off the same page. Uh, we're going to take a short break, and when we come back, we'll uh, talk about the Vancouver Canucks. Are they the next potential playoff team or playoff matchup for the Minnesota Wild? I know next time. No, I'll be on the other side of the break. Check it out. You're listening to Lockdown Wild. And and they are. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Lockdown Wild. It's Joe and Tony here uh, talking about the Minnesota Wild and the playoffs. And BuiltBar.com. And, well, yeah, BuiltBar.com, of course. Check it out. Go to BuiltBar.com on your first order you get. $10 off by using the promo code locked in. And then also all this week, you can also use, um, you get an extra $5 off on top of that. So pretty, pretty awesome deal. Anyways, Tony. Yeah. The Vancouver Canucks. Are you scared? Are no. You, are your teeth I, chattering? No, no, I'm not scared. My teeth aren't chattering. Uh, I am summoning the rage and black hearted hatred I felt for them back in 2003. Uh, It's coming back. We're going to get it. uh, And we'll have like probably two or three months to summon it fully. So (laughs) I am spending, I am dedicating the next three months uh, that I have until hockey comes back to going full on canalcating again. It's a damn shame that they don't have Dan Clucci or uh, uh, Luongo in net either. Yeah, I, I, look, I, I know that uh, I know that uh, some bad Minnesota Wild teams made uh, made Luongo their punching bag. Um, <laughs> I would still be uh, still be much more inclined to face uh, Dan Cloutier, who like I I can't remember like I haven't gone back and watched the footage. Did he even wear pads? I don't know. <laughs> he was he was he he played bad enough so that uh, that I don't even know if he wore goalie pads in net. He had that giant. Chris Osgood cage bubble cage kind of thing. And I look back at that and I just think that that's just a weird look for goalies. And I know that used to be the look for goalies, but it's, it's goofy looking. And it certainly didn't help him any, but uh, no, I, I, would be, I would be definitely, uh, definitely more afraid if, uh, if Roberto Luongo was involved just cause uh, he's a freaking Hall of Famer. I, uh, I like Luongo a lot actually. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I really liked him against the Minnesota Wild at the Exile Energy Center. You know what? Very generous. <laughs> um, so, uh, obviously, they've got uh, Brock Besser and Elias Pettersson as, like, their main weapons, correct? Yeah, so... Uh, no more Sedins. I, I think there there are no more Sedins, uh, but I, I think that this is still a very, very talented team in the top end because you got uh, you got Elias Pettersson, who mm-hmm. is it Elias or Elias? It could I it could be either, I guess. You know what? We're gonna find out what it is <laughs> and then mispronounce it on purpose because we hate the Canucks well, now. Well, yeah, let's do that. 
Uh, so uh, so we're 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 going to only fifty percent pronounce his name right. Uh, so you have yeah. uh, you have Pedersen, you have uh, you have Besser, who is very good. He had maybe a little bit of a down year in terms of uh, he didn't score like almost half a goal per game this year. Uh, <laughs> right. But, you know, still uh, still very yeah. good, 45 points in 57 games. But uh, Pedersen, I don't know if you know this, Joe, but uh, but Pedersen was, like, first or second in the league in uh, Evolving Wilds goals above replacement. Really? Yeah, he's uh, right behind he's Jared Spurgeon? Uh, ahead of Jared Spurgeon. Um, oh, he was. Oh, it, it's it's him and Panarin, or Temi Panarin, who were uh, okay. who were the one and two there. I can't even remember in what order. So basically, okay, uh, Pedersen this year was was basically an MVP candidate uh, for the Canucks this year. So like, wow. uh, okay, I, I think that uh, if you aren't too familiar with uh, with Pedersen, just because you know. He's on Vancouver. There aren't too many games that Minnesota plays against Vancouver, and uh, and the games that are played, half of them are like 10 p.m. starts locally. Yeah, and you're not going to watch that. I, like brutal. Joe and I have a confession to make. Uh, we don't watch those games. <laughs> uh, no, I do. That's how sad I am. Wow. Okay. Uh, whoops, <laughs> uh, let's let's delete that. I don't want to sound worse than Joe on this. I thought I was. I thought I was. Uh, I thought I wasn't sticking my neck out there alone. Uh, but no, <laughs> Pedersen is an amazing uh, player, uh, does unbelievable stuff with the puck, and that'll be, uh, that'll be A, uh, kind of fun to watch in, in a sense where, you know, uh, he's very skilled and talented, and it will be, be absolutely terrifying to watch because that's an MVP candidate coming down the other end. And, uh, you know... Uh, we we've seen uh, we've seen star players go off against the Wild in the playoffs before. Uh, Nathan McKinnon comes to mind. Absolutely. Vladimir Tarasenko comes to mind. Uh, and uh, and uh, and of course there is uh, there is Chicago and uh, you know all, all all the players that they get. We are very happy for <laughs> Chicago. Very happy. The, uh, the the Minnesota Wild were uh, two and one, I believe, this season against Vancouver. Um, one was a four to one loss. The other one was a nice four to two win at home. And uh, the other one was a shootout win, which uh, came in the month of February. And that was probably one of those uh, Fiala set up shootout type of things, you know, <laughs> uh, yeah, where yeah. he went, he just was unreal during overtime. And so by sheer luck, they made it to a shootout. So was that the one where, uh, was that the one where Galchenyuk got the shootout win? Uh, you know, I got to click on it here. I think it might've been. Um, so anyway, uh, you, you probably know about Pedersen. You probably, uh, I mean, like you're in Minnesota, you definitely know about Brock Besser. Uh, I have certainly not gone a month without hearing that name. Uh, God, you are correct. It was Galchenyuk that got that game winner. Uh, that, went- that was absolutely Russo who uh, said that earlier this week, by the way. They went five rounds. Uh, that, that's, that's where I remembered that from. So hat tip to, uh, to him posting that on Twitter. Um, Bo Horvat is a, is a pretty decent center as well. Uh, JT Miller is kind of their, uh, their breakout guy. Uh, they got okay. him in a trade for, uh, Tampa Bay where they just like needed to dump some salary and, and JT Miller was somebody who could be traded. Uh, that's a, that's a very cap strap team. 
And they might have to do that again this summer. Ooh, we'll have to we'll have to stay tuned for that. But uh, JT Miller had 72 points for them this year. Um, I, I presume he played quite a bit with Pedersen. Um, yeah, I got. I think I think so. They also um, didn't they tra- make a trade uh, during the uh, right at the trade deadline for Tyler Toffoli? Uh, yeah, I don't know how. Uh, yeah, Tyler Toffoli actually did pretty good. He uh, he scored ten points for them in ten games. Uh, that's not too mm-hmm. bad. Uh, Tanner Pearson, who they got uh, at the trade deadline last year, or like near the okay. trade deadline last year, had a, had a pretty decent season for them. Um, but uh, someone I really want to talk about too is uh, Quinn Hughes, amazing defenseman. There, rookie yeah. steps in at age twenty, and he is like. He's one of three guys who had a rookie season so darn good that they're going to be the first Calder winner to play defense since uh, maybe I, I think Tyler Myers was the last one. So uh, he uh, Quinn Hughes could easily win the uh, Calder Trophy um, as a, as a defenseman, which is not easy to do. Um, so it'll be a uh, it'll it, this should be a really fun series. Yeah, and if you're looking for a Vancouver Canuck to hate, which, I mean, they're the Canucks, so you can hate them all, but uh, they have Antoine Roussel. Oh, yeah, have that yeah. guy. So that guy, yeah. If you so, want to uh, hate on a Canuck, I mean, he's going to be enemy number one. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to have plenty of guys to hate on in this uh, in this uh, this That's series. Cool. Um, sorry, uh, Aaron Ekblad won uh, Calder as a defenseman in 2014-15. The only other guys to do it as a defenseman since the year 2000, though, are Tyler Myers back in uh, 09-010. I don't know why I said 010. Don't at me. Uh, and then oh, Jared Jackman somehow won a Calder trophy in 2002-2003. Wow. Long-time St. Louis Blue. Yeah, dude sucked. Too. I mean, like, I don't, I don't know what his underlying numbers were. No, but he won the he won the Calder Trophy, uh, with uh, with twenty three points in eighty two games, just three goals. Like, can you believe that? That's that's nuts. Who I, else joined the league this year? Was it just like two guys? Were there two rookies that year? You know who's not going to join the league this year? No, don't say Kiro it. Kiro Capra's don't say it. I did say it. Say it, it sucks. Ain't Joe. <laughs> uh, so yeah, th- this is actually a pretty intriguing uh, matchup. I mean, the Minnesota Wilds certainly have uh, not just a, a you know a, a, a small chance to maybe move on, but this would be a really competitive, compelling matchup. Well, yeah, I mean, it's 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 five games, so anything can happen, right? And uh, right, and we, like we uh, like we pointed out, Minnesota's already. One, you know, uh, two games out of out of three against uh, mm-hmm. against Vancouver, though I suppose one of them's basically a tie um, because of uh, because of a shootout. Hell. Yeah, yeah, because of the shootout. But you know, um, and then you know when you when you talk about uh, the the matchup itself, right? Vancouver's got I think they've got a really talented top six. And they have a really good number one defenseman. I don't know how great their depth is against that, um, or you know, uh, certainly uh, I don't think their depth is is great compared to that top six and right. their uh, their best defenseman. And then you look at uh, at Minnesota, and it's kind of the opposite, right? You have you have one guy 
who's taken over games in Kem Fiala, and he might have a jump on uh, on a lot of people just because he can skate right now, and a lot right, of people yeah. can't, so he can keep his conditioning up. So uh, that'll be really fun to see if we can get uh, super boost because of that. Um, <laughs> and then you look at uh, the rest of the team for the Wild, and it's not guys who can take over games necessarily, but it is a lot of really good depth. So, so that'll be uh that'll be an interesting matchup based on that, I think. Yeah, absolutely. Uh one final thing too, and if you're looking at the matchup, uh just kind of your basic stats, the Wild and Canucks are tied with games played at 69, and they're uh both right around 78. Uh Wild have 77 points, the the Canucks have 78 points, but they're you know right around the same amount in, in, in goals for and goals against and um pretty this would be a pretty even matchup so um n- maybe not necessarily your your st- your normal opening uh round kind of matchup here where it's this this could be a, a pretty uh fun little um i guess barn burner it could go to the end the you know the five games uh, speaking so. of barn burner, I, I looked up the uh, Calder Trophy voting the year that Barrett Jackman won, and I want to <laughs> barn burn my face off. It's oh, awful, man. man. He, well, won, you... he won the Calder Trophy Barrett Jackman over Henrik Zetterberg and Rick Nash. Oh, that's, a, that's a travesty. <laughs> um, that's, that's brutal. Um, you know, you mentioned how... Kevin Fiala probably has a one up right now because he continues to neither skate. What we should do is we should go today, Monday only, and get the entire Minnesota Wild a free pack of that built boost energy so they can get up to the level of uh Kevin Fiala. Oh yeah, we gotta do that. We'll we'll, we'll sneak them uh we'll we'll break quarantine <laughs> to sneak them built bars and uh and they'll uh, they'll win the Stanley Cup. Absolutely. All right, Tony, uh, wrapping up the show, uh, you've got articles coming out on Tuesday and Thursday this week, correct? Yes, and do I have any idea what they'll be about? Ah, stay tuned. Yeah, guess what? I have something coming out on Friday, and it's going to be something. It's going to be great. So check that out. That's check what it's going to be. <laughs> Definitely support our sponsor, uh, Built, Bar doc, uh, Built Bar and BuiltBar.com. You can follow Tony at Ohio Tony on Twitter and me, Joe Boo 15 on Twitter. And uh, that is going to do it for today's show. Uh, hopefully everybody has a, a safe and uh, a good Memorial day. Remember our, our fallen soldiers, all that kind of stuff. Uh, definitely uh, stay safe. Uh, anyways, if you liked today's show, please hit subscribe to your device, sends it to you every time there's a new episode without having to do any work. Please leave a review and a rating on whatever podcast service you use. You can follow the podcast on Twitter. You can follow us personally, but you can follow the podcast on Twitter. It's pretty awesome. Check us out at Locked on Wild. You can also get in touch with us via email. Drop us a line during your no longer stay at home kind of thing or whatever you want to do uh, in this uh, abyss before the, uh, the hockey season resumes. Email us at LockedOnWild at gmail.com. Thank you for listening to Locked On Wild, and be sure to check us out every Monday through Friday to stay on top of everything revolving around your Minnesota Wild every day.